Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Bella's Bookish Banter Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Bella. I'm a teenage girl who loves to read and talk about books. And if you do too, then this is the podcast for you. So please stick around. Welcome, everybody, all my lovely, lovely listeners today. I'm in a good mood today. I don't know why, but I'm I'm really, I'm really in a good mood today. I'm very happy and I'm very, very excited to record this episode. So, as you may or may not know, <laughs> it's May, you probably know that, but May also happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. And I wanted to make an episode on this because mental health is seriously such an important topic, which I'm sure we all know, but you know, some <laughs> some people don't. I mean, I feel like I feel like when it comes to awareness, I feel like it, it's getting a lot better and I feel like the conversation about mental health and around mental health has definitely gotten bigger. And though I think it is like much more talked about now, I think there's still ways to go in the way in the way that we talk about it and making other feels comfortable talking about it. When you think about it in a more personal sense, we're always saying like, "Oh, mental health it's good talk about it and then if you think about your own personal self how often do you really say how you really feel or really express how you're really feeling mentally it's i feel like there's kind of a little bit of a disconnect in the way that works there but mental health is the most important thing for us next to physical health it's like when you're not in the best physical state or when you're not in a good physical state it's hard to get a lot of things done and that's similar with your mental health it's the basis of everything you do your mental health is so important so if you're listening to this you're like amazing and i really hope you are taking care of your mental health and it's something that everybody struggles with obviously and it should talking about it and just the way we talked we talk about it i would just really hope that you take care of yourself in the way that you should be doing obviously it's very important and i wanted to make an episode on it i wanted to talk about it then tying it into the podcast in today's episode i'm going to be talking about the relationship between reading and mental health i feel like it's very common for people to say you know reading is good for you it's good for your mental health it's looked at as a very good habit to keep it's very encouraged (laughs) but have you ever given any thought to why in today's episode we're going to be looking into all the why all the benefits reading can have on your mental health how it can help it improve it and then also finding ways to put reading into practice for you in a way that benefits you not everyone is the same but more often than not reading has a lot of benefits for you and your mental health if you're struggling to pick up a book just because you haven't read in a long time and you aren't sure how to get back into it or even if it's because of your health i hope this episode can maybe make you reconsider maybe it is what's going to be good for you. Picking up a book could be really helpful for you both mentally and emotionally. And if you feel like you're not in a place of doing that, then I hope this episode can make you just think about it a little bit more. I also want to bring up this quote. (laughs) Um, I really love this quote. It's, reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body, which I feel like we hear very often. This is a quote by Joseph Addison, who was an English essayist, poet, playwright, and politician in the 1700s. And I just think it's so true. When you're exercising, you're doing something for your body. You're you're helping it practice, making it stronger, improving it, doing what you can to keep it strong, to keep it going, really helping your body. And when you're doing when you're reading, you're doing the same thing for your mind. You're doing something for your mind to keep it going, to keep it strong. Um, and that's just such a wonderful thing. So that is what we're going to talk about. 
Let's talk about some of the effects reading can have on your brain. This is a big one and I feel like it might be more commonly known, but reading reduces stress and this is like one of the big reasons why it's so great for you and your mental health. A big reason for this is because reading, especially when you're reading fiction, will fully engage your mind. When you're reading, you're focusing solely on this one thing. It takes all of your brain energy, your creativity, your imagination, especially when it comes to fiction. And also, unless you're like Superman or something, probably your body. And I say this because me personally, often when I'm going about my everyday routines, like cleaning, getting ready, preparing food, I tend to listen to music or podcast or watch a show or catch up on YouTube. And though this can also be a way to de-stress for me, sometimes it does get to be too much when I'm trying to focus on multiple things. Sometimes it just really gets to my head. I think especially today with people's attention spans this is so common to want to be like watching something and doing something else or just doing multiple things at once however this is not always the best thing for you and when you read you're probably going to sit or lie down but probably not be cleaning your room or getting dressed at the same time you let both your body and mind fully commit to this one activity which can be so relaxing for you so actually there was a study conducted on this at the University of Sussex by a Dr. David Lewis, who was a neuroscientist. He conducted a study on this, which actually proved this point that reading does reduce stress by relaxing people. And he said that reading is more than merely a distraction, but an active engaging of the imagination as the words on the printed page stimulate your creativity and cause you to enter what is essentially an altered state of consciousness. So when you read, you're fully relaxing, engaging in the book, whatever you're reading whatever your content you're taking in and at the same time distressing and letting giving your full attention to that one thing um your body your mind another great thing about reading an effect that it has on your brain is that it improves your focus and memory by putting it into practice so similar to what i said before especially at where we're at in society today i feel like people's attention spans are so short everything is about getting it done quick or getting results fast and it's so simple to find ourselves getting lost in the sauce about it. When you're worrying about so many things at once and getting distracted by things coming from all directions, your screens, family, friends, work, school, it gets really hard to focus. So when you're putting into practice by reading once a few days, maybe starting a few minutes a day if that works best for you, and increasing by then, or maybe even a week if a few minutes a week if you're not there yet can really be helpful for that stopping everything letting everything else slow down letting your mind stop worrying about all those things at once to just read a book like i said fully immersing yourself in those details and forget about all the other things for a little while then afterwards you can go back to the rest of your stuff after giving your mind a little break a little rest and then when you're reading you're also fully immersing yourself in the details of it and, you know, you're just practicing giving all your attention to that book, which is why I think some people say that reading is boring because especially if you have a short attention span with like how quickly we can get things done these days, reading is not like something you just like get done fast. It's not very, you have to like really focus on it, put your whole mind into it. So it does take practice. And I know some people find that boring, but you sometimes you can just work through it. You got to keep on practicing in order and really put it into practice to make it work. 
then when you do that, you're also improving your focus and your memory, which I think can really help a lot when you're feeling like your mind is all over the place trying to focus on all these things at once. And you're you're just practicing on focusing on one thing at one time. Another thing reading does for you is reading builds empathy. And it lets you see people who are different to you and also people who are similar to you. So when you read, again, especially fiction, you're seeing into another person or character's life. And often, if that character is well-written or you're really getting along with the story, even if you have nothing in common with the character, you find yourself rooting for the character and sympathizing with them, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. It builds more empathy towards those characters, and I think that's another thing you put into practice in your own daily life. You get to see things from a different perspective, um, and I think there's just a lot more like peace in that. <laughs> Just, just not being at, in such a place of like judging, getting a feel for other people's and just being more at peace, having more gratitude. So you find characters who are different than you or you might also find someone who is like you that you can relate to. Reading about people similar to yourself, it makes you feel a lot less alone, especially in times when you're feeling your worst and like no one can relate to what you you are going through. It's so special to read about someone else who's going through something similar and it provides you with so much comfort. Just knowing that you're not alone because even if it's a fictional character, somebody wrote that coming from a place that had felt that way once too. And even sometimes it can also give you some insight. <laughs> even sometimes I think it can also give you some insight into yourself and your own situations. Sometimes helping you find ways to deal with your own problems as well or giving you a new perspective to reflect on why you feel the way you do or what you're doing or, or what, what you're going to do about a situation. It's always very helpful. And like I said, I feel like it can just give you so much peace and it gives you a space to think and just just think about you and yourself or also think about someone else. If you need something to just get your mind off of things, you can read and you can think about whatever you're reading. You can think about something else that can distract you if that's what you're looking for oh okay reading before bed getting a good night's sleep is so important for your well-being both physically and mentally you need to sleep i sound a bit hypocritical saying this because i <laughs> um i'm not very good i say that often but i'm not very good at sticking to it but it is so so important there's nothing better than getting a nice rest I think often people will spend hours on their phones or devices before bed, scrolling through social media, watching YouTube or Netflix, but this is so not good for your brain. Let's talk about scrolling through social media, especially like short form videos, which are so popular these days, like TikToks or Instagram reels or <laughs> YouTube shorts. Your brain is taking so much different content at once, barely giving yourself a break to process it before you scroll on to the next video. You don't give your brain time to think and reflect on even what content you're, t you're actually taking in or your day before you sleep. And this more often than not leads to a scrambled brain before you sleep. Um, and, and sometimes this causes an even more unrestful sleep. Another thing in general is just the screen brightness, the blue lights also have damaging effects on you before you sleep and they actually cause you more trouble falling asleep. So if you could pick up a physical book before bed or like a paper book before an ebook on your phone or your iPad, 
candles i don't know do e-readers have protection from blue light is that how they work i don't know <laughs> i could be wrong in that but i just also think there's so something so nice about reading physical books and not everyone has access to to physical books all the time or to buy books all the time and to this i say go to your library on this podcast i like to remind everybody how special and important your library is to our com- to your community libraries literally do so much for you so go and support them go take out a book if you want to read a book because it's really it's it's great for you if you can read a physical book and then you're also supporting your library so i don't understand why you would not go to your library and take out a book anyways i cannot stress enough on this podcast that you should go support your local library if you can whenever you can um yeah (laughs) but reading these physical books 20 minutes or a chapter a night before bed can be so good for you you're letting yourself relax by reading preparing yourself to sleep restfully giving your brain like a little space to think about one thing at a time like you're focusing on one thing calm down from the rest of the events of the day and immersing yourself in just one plot or one story instead of bombarding your brain with all this information about meaningless stuff that's only gonna mess with your head more reading before bed is i feel like i mean like people say you should do it but i feel like it's underappreciated i mean as long as it's not affecting your sleep schedule which, I mean, every once in a while, I guess it, it happens. You stay up till 3 a.m. with a book. But I think that's a good way to put into practice. And speaking of putting reading into practice, so all of these things, all of these reasons why it's good for your mental health, why would you not want to read for your mental health? Putting reading into practice can be really hard sometimes, especially if you haven't picked up a book for a really long time. If you're in a reading slump, if, well, of course, this all goes... To, this all applies to you if you're not an avid reader but so i want to talk about some ways that you can put reading into practice for your mental health i think the easiest way to start is just you know telling yourself that you're gonna read a few pages a night a chapter a night um you're gonna read for 10 minutes these there's different measurements whatever works best for you but i think if you're really busy and you want to read you gotta like make the effort to read you gotta make the time to read and of course that's hard to start at first when you feel like you have so many things you could be doing but like like i said reading before bed saying you're gonna read five ten pages a night before bed you're gonna read 10 minutes 15 minutes before bed or you're gonna read a chapter before bed i think it's such a great way not only for you to like put your phone down but also if this is the time you would normally spend on your phone scrolling through social media then maybe instead you can spend this time reading a little bit of a book, find a book you're really interested in, or pick up that book that you've been wanting to pick up for so long, but just never find the time. Because honestly, it's never going to be the right time. You have to find ways to make that time. And then once you start doing that, just finding little ways to make it a practice, a few minutes a night, a few pages a night turns into a chapter a night, maybe a few chapters a night, or 10 minutes 15 minutes could turn into 30 minutes and then eventually once you start putting into practice and it becomes normal for you that's how it actually becomes a habit but you should make the effort set aside time to read each day maybe it's in the night before bed like i said maybe it's in the morning i love to read in the mornings you if you make your coffee you make your toast your cereal whatever you have in the morning or you don't have anything in the mornings of course, mornings are good to spend time, you know, spend a good amount of time waking up, you know, feeling refreshed, energizing yourself. But 
Reading can also be a good form of energization if you want to read a book while you drink your coffee or whatever you have in the mornings. I think it's really helpful. I'd also say if you're... I think it's important to stick with the books you read because often people give up on books really fast, especially if you're not used to it. Sometimes it's good to stick it out, but also you shouldn't force yourself to stick it out for a book. If you're really not enjoying the book or every time you pick it up, you're like, oh, I have to read this book again. Don't keep reading it. I know it sucks when you spend your money on a book and it's not good at all. It breaks my heart whenever that happens. But this is another reason why you should go support your library. (laughs) But yeah, don't force yourself to read that book if you're not enjoying it because then it's like just going to make it even worse, making it, it's just going to make it suck. And then you're going to have like an even bigger reason not to read. So if you're not finding yourself interested in a book, you're not enjoying it, don't force yourself to keep reading it. Go pick up a different book. Try something new. Explore different things. I think exploring different genres is so important in order to find what you like and to make reading the most enjoyable thing for you. So talked about all of these things all of the positive effects reading has on your brain, why you should be reading for your mental health, and how to put that into practice. However, we're going to talk about the other end of the stick. You should not force yourself to read. So I talked about this just a second ago, but I'm going to just like re-emphasize this. Forcing yourself to read makes it become a negative thing, and then you're pushing yourself further away from it. I think it's normal to set goals for yourself and say, I'm going to read 20 minutes every day or every two days, and put it into practice. Sometimes it takes work to put into practice and maybe you're like it's just like you don't want to you don't want to get out of your comfortable daily routine. And those are the days when you got to tell yourself, "Well, I want to read or I'm going to read because I think it's going to be good for me." And those are the days you have to make the choice. You have to force yourself a little to do it. But honestly, some days maybe you're too tired or your brain doesn't have the energy to focus on something new. That's completely all right. Don't beat yourself up if you miss a day because you were too busy or forgot or you were too tired. Listen to your body and your brain. You know, you take breaks when you exercise. If you if you play sports or exercise, you have break days, you take off days. And same goes for your brain. Your brain needs a break sometimes. It doesn't always have the mental space or energy to refocus on something new. I talked about this in the last episode, but sometimes, you know, you're focusing on too many things at once. Life gets busy, and though reading can help with that, it might also be worse for you. And it scrambles up your brain even more when you're trying to focus on too many things at once. So, don't force yourself. If your brain doesn't have the energy or space to do it one day, you don't have to do it. Instead of taking that 20 minutes a night to read, take 15 minutes to meditate or to stretch Clean your room with music or get ready for bed without TV or journal and reflect on your day. Just give your brain a minute to think without the influence of one more thing taking up your mind like social media or a book or a new TV show. Reading is good for you, but it might not always be what's best for you in that moment. So you don't have to use that time to read, but you should still use that time to do something for you. It's important that you do what's right for you, especially when it comes to your mental health. If it's not the time to pick up the book, it's not the time. But also make time for yourself. Your mind and your body do so much to take care of you. So it's important that you in turn take care of them. Go for a walk and meditate or sometimes you just need to sit in silence with your thoughts. Stretch, journal, take a few moments to breathe. 
everyone's self-care is going to look different and sometimes that doesn't include reading a book but it's so important that you're taking care of yourself anyway your mental health is the basis of everything if you don't protect it then everything else falls apart so protect it in whatever way you can whether that's by reading or any of the other things i mentioned before or by something else that works for you and helps you re-energize do what's best for you and take care of yourself sometimes that might mean picking up a book sometimes it might not but you gotta do you and that's all for this episode thank you so so much for listening i appreciate you so so much if you do please don't forget to leave the podcast a rating or review on spotify or apple podcast it really helps out the podcast so so much if you want to talk about books or talk about the episode or give me a book rec or you want a book rec please send me a dm on instagram or pinterest at bella's bookish banter I appreciate you so much and I would love to hear from you so so much so please do that and also if you want to stay updated with the podcast with the new season and see a little bit behind the scenes then you should definitely go check out the podcast instagram at bella's bookish banter that's all for today's episode thank you so so much for listening I hope you have an amazing day goodbye